1: episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Von Galt, and today we explore the starseed phenomenon where it seems an abundance of old alien souls from other planets, dimensions, and galaxies are reincarnating during the 21st century Earth timeline. Why? What is their purpose? And how do they factor into humanity's transition into becoming an interstellar multidimensional civilization? So we're going to uncover some answers from Starseed computer programmer and author Ner Ackman of So Where Are We With Reality Now? So with that, Nerd. Welcome to Merkava Chakras.
2: Thank you. It was uh, great to see you again. And, and thank you so much for having me here.
1: Oh, I, well, thank you for taking the invitation. I love this. So I talk about star seeds, which is the popularized term now for a very ancient topic in Buddhism called toku. And in Buddhism, um, Toku is a, a, a term for ancient souls and they, they kind of wrap all of these different phenomenon in the past. And it, it goes all the way back to Hinduism as well, to um, Vedic um, Hinduism. Mm-hmm. And it's it basically starseed souls, uh, souls from the spirit world, souls straight from source has never reincarnated, ancient, ancient souls from way mature universes and galaxies um, that for whatever reason have decided to do a service and incarnate into a younger galaxy to kind of help them transition um, their consciousness and so there's a lot of different varieties so we just wrap the whole phenomenon into this concept of toku which is not a new phenomenon in buddhism and hinduism these old reincarnations are not new they're actually very ancient um but i love the renewal of it and it's been renewed with um indigos and crystals and um from the 60s and 70s from various authors it's also been renewed in um The late Dolores Cannon, who's an author and a hypnotist of over 40 years, she spent her life doing this, and I actually use her modality, and she talks about the three waves of volunteers to explain uh, the the purpose and the three waves of why they are incarnating in abundance at this time. And this is a new phenomenon, because in Buddhism and Hinduism, toku have come uh, in the past, but a little here and there, but now there's this huge surge. So it's not an alien invasion because we all are reincarnated souls from different experiences in the past, but something's going on that there's such an abundance of these ancient souls coming in with some memory and recall. So um, a little bit of a long background, but I wanted to explain this phenomenon for people who don't really know its origins in buddhism and hinduism but so now we're caught up so we're talking to you and Ner, can you tell us how did you discover that you're a star seed or toku inigo whatever you want people want to call them how did you discover you're one of these ancient souls
2: yeah, I uh, always love to read about anything, uh, spirituality, and I go time to time the internet to look at what is new, what's going on, and I was just seeing the word starseeds, and I wonder what it is, um, and yes so of course, you know, like a more um, material came, you know, there are the tests, you know, if you are from this starseed system, this starseed system, there are the tests, and uh, then... It came to a point that I have to really learn as a fact. And so I said, okay, Akashic Records reading will be the answer. And I talked to actually a few people. So that's how I learned oh, I was a star. See, I was all a little suspicious because after reading so much, it's like, this is just like so me. I'm always so stick out. Maybe that's why. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I learned that the, uh, I'm uh, from actors.
1: And what is Arcturus?
2: Yeah, these are the oldest star systems. So what is said that the uh, most of the uh, alien star seeds uh, on Earth are coming, uh, some are from uh, in the same galaxy, the uh, Milky Way. Mm-hmm. But there is some of them coming from other galaxies or out of the universe. So Arcturus is one of those uh, uh, star system that inside of this uh, uh, here uh, in. Milky Way, Um, Mm -hmm. but uh, under the uh, QHTT hypnosis, I saw actually where I was before coming, and so I saw that I was uh, two layers outside of the environment that the universe stays. so it's outside of the universe, but far, far further, Mm. and then uh, my entrance for the universe was the Arcturus
1: so your entrance, so let, let me explain this. Um
2: yes, it's like it starts from much, much further place.
1: Okay. So QHC is, is the, the late um hypnosis and author, yeah. Dolores Cannon, um that we spoke about. And um that's that's the hypnosis technique that you had used along with other Kashic record yeah. readings just to verify okay. Um, some of the the, the memories, the inclination, inclinations that you had growing up. Yes. Um, and it was all starting to say the same thing. It was all starting to... Yes, it's,
2: like, yes. Uh, so one of them said that the, uh, you're from Octurus uh, and uh, another one uh, said that uh, you're a blueprint originator and uh, we don't know where they come from. So when you edit up and then also in uh, another QHTT hypnosis, I saw my alien body. So that was like matching with the pictures with the, uh, on the internet when we look at the Arcturians. Some of them are not, not right. And because the Arcturians, the one that I saw, we have, for example, three fingers.
1: And mm-hmm. uh,
2: some of them is, you know, like four fingers on the internet, but generally speaking, like the same shape. And I also remember that uh, when I was like a ram teenager, I was seeing some aliens in my dreams. They were showing and teaching me some stuff and
1: what were they teaching were the
2: you? Yes, they were, they were um, I don't remember so many details, but I remember that they had um, we were seeing the earth, like a splitting the earth, and then there's some conversations and then they were sometimes getting frustrated that you are forgetting, and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, you know, because I was so young and I didn't know anything. And then I didn't know the star seeds and aliens, what they are. All I knew that it was so normal to talk to them and see them. But when I opened up my eyes, you know, like go back to normal life, I didn't tell anybody because nobody was talking something like that. So I didn't have anybody to talk to. Uh, okay. But they also have they look like the Arcturians.
1: Okay. So, so um, so the so let me let me let me rephrase rephrase this so you you did some qht did some Mm akashic records reading and they all say that you your soul originate out of the Arcturus star system did your soul come through a portal or what does it come to before you get into your human body
2: yeah so uh that was uh, i didn't see that part but what i saw that under um uh in the los angeles we i got the uh, group hypnosis and there i saw the stargate so okay what did it look stargate, like that is Stargate. um the same like in the movies but the, the, there's a difference like the outside the ring part was much thinner mm-hmm. and the, the material was definitely not something on earth it was uh, very dark gray, looks like a metal, but different texture. And mm-hmm. it had some decoration around it. Um, if you look at the uh, internet, the movie, there was a Star- Stargate uh, TV mm-hmm. series. There mm-hmm. was like upside down triangle, the like red colors only, like, on the sections. Uh, and they were not red color. There was not different color. They were all, everything was gray. And inside part was like almost like like very, very dark gray um magnetic area like even in under the hypnosis I thought that I was with, just sucked in and then go there um, what happened is uh, the hypnosis was almost about to be over and I didn't have any experience for the hypnosis I don't know if I need to but I just couldn't get, couldn't be hypnotized so I was mm-hmm. so frustrated with myself, I opened my eyes and I was just waiting to the last maybe one or two minutes she was just about to close, I said, okay, I'm just gonna open my eyes and just sit in right here. And then suddenly, um, like a dead slice um, vision open. That's what I saw, um, that's a very strong magnet. And uh, when I talked to one um, galactic Akashic reader, I said, this is maybe the stargate that the Arcturians have. Because according to her, they said that they, there are two major Uh, One of them is this one. This one is the one that when we come to here, Mm -hmm. we cross it. So I was also thinking, you know, like, for example, if there was a very big magnet and then if we uh, get, you know, like very close to our laptop, let's say, right, it's all memory is erased. And maybe that's like that, like a really magnetic area. Maybe that's how our memories are erased, but still, something you know stays. Like I have some memories from the past lives, and mm-hmm. or something is in you know sometimes triggered, and but some people absolutely doesn't remember anything.
1: Right, right. So, so you, so the Octarius Stargate in which your soul came through is that existing at a higher dimension than physical I think third? So. I okay. So it's in a higher dimension. It's so it's like a,
2: kind of like a soul. But if you ask, like, how, uh, what I also saw that uh, when I was uh, seeing the other world, like, mm-hmm. within my stakeholders just before coming here, and it's a long story, it's probably maybe uh, for uh, two, but I will just uh, say very little about uh, the end part. Mm-hmm. And my soul was just about to come to Earth just coming that part I saw that my soul and then the like a pixels you know like a tv pixels kind of thing those pixels are started coming and then getting much closer and then and suddenly I saw my hands like looks like a human hands mm-hmm. above my soul and then I see like these lines coming in, and I was like looking at like what's happening and then the legs and then it was that's how i saw that the soul and then the human body looking is merging and when it's like pretty much just done mm-hmm. then we just came like a, it's kind of like it's funny like how the movies are but just uh, there was a place that, that we are coming uh, to the earth i just went there and then i just jumped and that's that's where it's finished
1: okay so um so your, your soul came through the from Arcturus star system through the, the a higher dimensional stargate, um, or and you traveled to like the you saw the Earth in a distance it was pixelated and then you eventually all of a sudden popped into your baby body in the uterus and just started seeing your hands.
2: No, no, no. That's happened before I came to the uh, earth. Before, oh, okay. Like, on the other world. Okay. That's the other world. So, so what's happening is that uh, before I was about like six years old and then from the, maybe from the first, verses I was born, I was keep seeing the same dream and it was between lives. So that's how I saw it. And then it was just before coming in the very end. Like we made the decisions, we made this, okay, this is the, my parents. I'm going here. All I, uh, other everything and the time is coming than there was emerging
1: okay so you kind of get a, a little bit of a preview of yes what your what i don't know if you want to call it your mission or your next incarnation is going to probably be. yeah
2: so okay so it's
1: so, so um so when you were you had incarnated as a human right now but have you had any other incarnations that you recall of as well before being an earthly human?
2: Yes. So, the, according to Akashic records, uh, the entrance to this universe were the Arcturus. Uh, then, uh, my first uh, mission was in Delira. I was, okay. uh, yes, as a technical and then as a consultant there. And then, when there was a war, I survived and I moved to Paladins. And then. Okay. And sister- what was the war
1: over? What was the war over?
2: These are all, uh, you know, they're for the bad size. is the reptilians. Um, they say that they came from another uh, universe and started to take over the places and are, uh, you know, the nice beings. And then it's easy to, you know, just take over those places. Mm-hmm. Um, so in those times, I was still using, according to her, I was still using uh, my Arcturian body. Mm -hmm. in time again and then she gave even the uh planets names which planets i was working as a technical person and then which ones as a healer uh then uh i moved to uh Orion star system and okay so when you
1: when you were um because i'm I'm going to i'm going to ask you more questions to further explain different things so um Apologies if I interrupt a little bit because I want to get, uh, before we go too far along, I want to, I want to get the, the details. So you had in, in, incarnated, originally out of Arcturus, and then you incarnate, and which is, I'm Arcturus as well. That's what oh, my, origi- my soul originated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my soul originated out of Arcturus, um, Was But then... You know i have incarnated into many other different experiences um mm-hmm. before going back to source or back forth back forth whatever um i i call these different lifetimes excursions there's just many little excursions some people can make them a vacation some people can make them a lot of um a lot of hard work it really just depends on, how, on what the intention yeah. of the soul is interested in but so you you incarnate I'll, I'll, then you incarnated again. So you did another life cycle in Orion. And is it the same whenever you incarnate to another, um, I don't know, alien species or planet or dimension? Do you still go through the same kind of life planning process where you pick your parents? You pick your. Yes. You, it is the same. Okay. So in Orion, um, you had come through. As a lyran from the Lyra galaxy, um,
2: it's. I think in that time when I came to the Orient, I started, to have the uh, humanoid body, so that's what she says. So I'm guessing that whoever you know, like how because the Orient this is like a melting pot, like very, very different, so many different races. Mm-hmm. So probably I was looked like one of them, just the Orient people.
1: Okay so um so in that time you were a healer and a and a, a a tech um personnel and you mm-hmm. were helping people who were um, negatively affected by some kind of galactic war that was going on there was some kind of conquering yes. of planets and you said it was from the reptilian species they were going through yeah. different universes trying to conquer different universes
2: yeah okay
1: and um do they only conquer universes or they try to also conquer dimensions and um,
2: realities? I, think they were, they are, I mean, I saw some of the reptilians in higher dimensions and I believe that they were more than the like fourth dimension. Um, so you can go only so long, you know, so much because after a while, probably they, they just cannot go mm. um, you know, like there is a permissions, like, you know, still there's something that you can't just go so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, they are higher, I believe, higher than fourth dimension. Um, the ones that I saw, they were, like, very aggressive, very bad, very, very scary looking. And they're, like, in the mission doing something. And they were, like, a group of ones. And I saw the single ones. All of them that i see, I seen, was on these are like either i saw them in the uh, visions my visions or in the under other as a QHTT, but i saw only one of them friendly so they are really very aggressive very on you know the dark side but not all of them are bad
1: not all of them so what is the not difference so some of the so some of these um so called reptilian uh, race alien races they, um, some of them have spiritually evolved to be um, higher dimensional, much, much nicer and kinder, etc. So, but a majority of them at this time when you were in the Orion.
2: Yeah, they were. Bad, yes. And then the, the ones that I on the vision I seen, I think they are still like around the earth and affecting some people. Okay. I don't think that they were like far, far away. But the QHTT I've seen, I believe that they were like a past life related in uh, much further times. Okay. So yeah, so that is still happening. And then she was saying that um, that's very common. Like if you're from Arcturus, you're most likely to come to Aryan and then come to the Earth because like kind of like similar game.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. "Mm -hmm." So souls, souls kind of pick um, similar galactic, uh, I don't know, pathways. Is it still working out some? Um...
2: Experience, I think, because when, whatever experience you have, that can help the Earth here because hmm. pretty much, you know, the same problems here. So I think probably maybe that's the reason. Okay.
1: Did you incarnate after the Orion-Lyrian lifetime? Did you decide to incarnate again into another um, planet system?
2: Um, this is the, all I heard. And after that, there is Earth coming.
1: Okay. So you didn't go to the Pleiades? At-
2: but then, there was after the Lyra and then Palladians.
1: Oh, so you did go to the Pleiades? Yeah, yeah. Palladians, okay. yeah.
2: So over there, What did you do I- there? Yeah. I, they, they, uh, she told me that the uh, two jobs, uh, there were the different uh, star um, planets. Some of the planets, she gave the names, but I don't remember. Some of the planets, I uh, worked as a tech person, helping for the technology. And then for the others, I worked uh, as a healer, helping to uh, grow them uh, as a spiritually and helping for the healing. And mm-hmm. she said, that I was working in Arcturus before coming. Um, there was a crystal temple. So that's where I got training and everything. And okay. so the technical part, I also worked on this um, Stargate Repairing, and maintenance, and those kind of jobs.
1: Okay. Oh wow. So you you and so when you were in the Pleiades star mm-hmm. system as a Pleiadian, um, what, what happened there? Did they also participate in any of the? Um, there was galactic feuding.
2: Said, yeah, she said that there was a war in that there too, but you survived. You were not involved to the war. I was in Orion, you know, I was not involved. I was well, not What was the war? Active. These are all uh for the um uh the reptilians attack. The, okay, um, they attack, yeah. So the they, reptilians uh, attacked attack them and them. yeah, okay. this is a long long time ago. They were and even they lost some of their planets, they exploded.
1: Oh, so they exploded some of the planets. And so what did they do? What when they when when these reptilian species in a different galaxy came through and they uh, conquered the Pleiades, mm-hmm. um, what do they do once they conquer a planet?
2: Yeah, I don't know that so much because I didn't see them. Like, I didn't see as a vision or I didn't see on the QHTT. I can only, you know, like, uh, read on the books. Um, but I was thinking of making a much uh deeper dive down this uh qhtt and then getting more information for my personal um uh, reasons because they also say that the Arcturus uh holds the acoustic records Mm -hmm. and then if you're arcturian you have the originally have the access to those records and so i was thinking that the uh when I started doing more QHDT and then more meditations and everything, and then I will have more access to that. Okay. So the, whatever information I get, and I will compare it with the books, and then where we are matching.
1: Right. So you're always kind of cross. You're always, you know, yes. double checking,
2: cross, and yeah, every every single
1: point. right, and every single time you are double checking different mm-hmm. modalities for information about your starseed yes. origins. It's just trying to line up.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, okay.
1: Yes. So obviously, at, when you incarnated as a Pleiadian, you weren't happy with what happened to your um, your lifetime there. And so then you, your soul decided to incarnate into Earth at this time. Yes. Okay. So you've had a couple incarnations. You said you had some past lives at Earth. What, what past lives yes. did you have in Earth? Two
2: so- Based on all the um, um, memories that I remember, and then they told me from Akashic Records, um, it started with the Atlantis and then Egypt, uh, Egypt. What was Atlantis like? I don't remember anything. The only thing I know that the, I also died when it was sinking. And mm-hmm. when another occasion reader, when she was seeing, I just saw one glimpse, like one um, vision came that I was in the water. It was dark and there was just um, a little bit something that I was seeing behind, like kind of like building, but it's just like there was no place. I was just inside of the water. Mm-hmm. And she's, she told me that the waves were so big. You struggle a lot. You try to stay alive, but you couldn't. Um, So that's one of the reasons why I have the uh, water phobia, actually, in this lifetime. Oh, really? Okay,
1: so do you still have water phobia now from drowning in the Lantis?
2: Yes. Okay, so so you haven't
1: overcome that water phobia in this life. Actually,
2: I also have uh, from the Atlantic, the Titanic. So I, uh, so how I died. So you drowned from the
1: Titanic too? <laughs> What's up so with these no. lifetimes where you're drowning? You picked, a, this, you're, I, I'm seeing a consistent theme of you trying to get over it. your water issues.
2: Of issue. drowning. Yes. I still have it. <laughs> I, it's much less, much less, but still I have it. Are
1: you a good swimmer now?
2: I can't swim, but if the water level like above my shoulder, like I cannot put my head under this water.
1: Okay, always <laughs> always yeah. have a floaty with you have a floaty <laughs> with you if you're in the wild just,
0: just
1: yeah just just bring a floaty or just bring a um a a noodle a floating noodle with you all the time <laughs> yeah
2: like
1: oh. <laughs> I, I totally get it i totally i do the same thing i go on vacation with my kids and i am the mom and i have this floating barge bar with food and and drinks and i just kind of mom's coming with her floating bar (laughs) it comes a floating picnic and i just flow out but um that no i i totally get it uh so you had atlantis titanic what other past lives did you had
2: um yeah so i have the one uh, roman empire
1: what was uh, that like?
2: It was, uh, I was actually a very successful uh, trader salesperson. And I was uh, in a small town and then going to the big town for the trading. Mm-hmm. And were you I a was, man or woman? Yeah, I was a man. I was you yeah, were a man. And then I was again, not married and no kids. And then they were trying to actually find someone to make me <laughs> married. But uh, what I was doing, that I was, um, uh, So, the other traders in the small town was trusting me. Mm -hmm. So, I was negotiating for them too Mm
0: -hmm. in the
2: big city. And then the people that I negotiate make the business. And then it was totally different timing. And then they were so nice that they were actually giving open their home to me. And then I was staying with them instead of, you know, like staying in a hotel. And then they had the servers that they were serving to me. But uh, they were the bad ones that they wanna change how to make the business. Mm. so they wanna get you on me, and then they did. <laughs> so oh, yes, they uh killed me with the uh, poisons. Um, oh, okay. But like the, the area that I look at, um uh, it was my on my hip, like or just the corner of my um hip and then leg. Do you have memory. any hip
1: problems now in that area?
2: I have no birthmark there. I have no like a pain or anything. Okay. So if I didn't see this one, I will never say that I had something like it. The only thing I say I love and love, love, love Roman Empire time. It's just, I love
1: it. It, it, was, it was really exciting. Because
2: I had really yeah, good memories there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it sounds like you were a good looking bachelor who pretty much lived it up. <laughs> So, yeah, of course, you would have good memories.
2: According to all my you know past lives, I have only one time. Uh, I had the family and kids. All the others, I was single or married, uh, but no kids. Okay. And the next ones, I was in Ireland and England. I was a healer and then the um, channeler. I was killed for a few times in Russia, Romania.
1: Okay. Fair and all it- I was killed. And were you also a healer in Egypt? Because it seems like a consistent message. Uh,
2: Egypt, yeah, Egypt, uh, what I took, what I was told. Yeah, (laughs) Egypt. There were um, some uh, temples that there were some trainings. I got them from there. Hmm. Um, Probably, again, a healer.
0: Yeah, I was not
2: slave. I was not, you know, like a royalty or anything or not slave, but morally uh, in spiritual world
1: right right and a healer in ancient times for many people because they think healers now they think energy healing you know like reiki and Mm -hmm. all that and 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 there is that kind of metaphysics but a healer is just in ancient times all-encompassing term for anybody who takes care of people so like a nurse a doctor um you know an herbalist anything is all you're a healer you're the medicine woman and anything at all is under the guys a yes. healer so um you could be taking care of people who are sick you're a healer you can be um, giving them herbal um you know concoctions for you know with different uh natural herbs to make tea you're a healer you know you, c- you can be working um in teaching some of the the, the different ways to care for people and to heal illness and sickness yeah. you know your healer and then the, in there's also in Egypt a lot of the healers also incorporated energy healing and frequency healing as well yeah so yeah. but but you have that healing and then also using new technology and applying it into. Um, everyday life, you have that all the way back to your Arcturus star system because yes, it's, it's a consistent a very, theme.
2: Yeah, it's a very interesting. Actually, one thing that she said, for example, we were trying to protect the Stargate, right? This is like a big, big responsibility, and it's very scary. And she said, even from those time, like you know, I don't know, thousands or maybe millions years passed, and we still. Pick those of uh, being very responsible in this lifetime like at work for example You are just uh, so worried about everything and then you're trying to make everything perfect and then you know all the stress and everything said so that that's all comes from those days you know oh. so it's actually it's uh, even affects our lives today
1: okay so now are you now are you a, a only child in this life or are you like the oldest what where are you in the pet? order? Uh, in this order?
2: lifetime, I have uh, one uh, sister. She's two years older. She's, sorry, two years younger than me.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And so you, you, you kind of have the same characteristics, lifetime a lifetime, same yeah. kind of career path for the most part. Um, interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I, even from different incarnating into different star systems and planets as different species still the, uh, same know, yeah, yeah they the know, same so um so now you've incarnated again at this time so you've had quite a you're not completely brand new to the human earth experience um and so you've had some earth lifetimes mm-hmm. and working with people earth people under your belt okay so emotions aren't so foreign violent, yeah. all the different emotions and just having discernment over people doing different oh things God. that's a big trick as well Thank so you me. have some of that um so you're not completely brand new but why did you do you know why you decide to reincarnate again into the 21st century What? why the 24th you've done this a, a couple of times yeah what's yeah, the point this, of this
2: yeah according to what i've seen in my dreams you know before six years old um the place that the, everybody this is what i saw and everybody had a group and the group is around like 15 people and it depends on you know how many people you know from your group you know come to the urge or not around and then everybody's studying or something And it was so intense studying and so boring. Like, we were getting information from down to earth, like, let's say World War II happened, right? Mm -hmm. And as to how it will affect the people that go to earth in that time. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is studied, everything is planned. And every group has like a manager, and then, like, kind of like the closer to that manager, there's a. Really? Yeah, so, like, so you had all
1: this you had all this pre-planning and coursework to do before you incarnate as a human being
2: but yes, then everything. yeah it's like and then it, but it's interesting you, yeah and then you have to be um they were like so serious you know it's like everything and I was so bored so bored I said I'm leaving my you know the group I'm just gonna find something else I, I don't want this but at some point, and then there is a place that uh, we can see the Earth, which when I was very small, we had only black and white TV, so uh, I didn't mm-hmm. know, you know, that there was no internet and anything like that. And I, I was seeing the Earth as a uh, colorful and it was beautiful. And then there is a place actually, uh, we were calling a God, but this is different God that uh, what the you know the religious talking about. So we were, uh, there was, I believe that there were um, um, angels. So we were telling them, you know, I want to talk to God.
0: So mm-hmm.
2: they were escorting us. And then when you come to a point, there were like separation, There was separation. So I said, I came here so many times, I know how to go, why, you know, I can go by myself. And then he says, no, no, you need escort because you are going you know, like different directions. And mm-hmm. then the got, what I saw was, um I think I'm thinking right now but I have to you know like really dig this information you know get it as a fact maybe the uh the sun's you know the sun sun Moon the sun's uh soul because it was uh, round shaped white and then so bright like we cannot see we we cannot look at with our human eyes it mm-hmm. was extremely extremely bright and then it had co- like kind of consciousness and then you can talk, but of course we didn't have bodies. We also mm-hmm. have like a white light. So it's kind of like a telepathic talking. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I was asking questions and then he was getting the, giving the answers like very short and then it's like a, but very um, like a certain, very um, just as a fact mm-hmm. um, so there's different places and then I was just bored basically and I wanted to uh, and then I was mesmerized with the colors of the earth because mm-hmm. up there there was really no color there mm-hmm. was just some angels that they have uh, the frame like frame around, uh very like let's say very very pale like yellow very pale green These are the colors, but it's so, you know, like so little and so pale. And Mm -hmm. then you look at the material earth, everything is so bright, (laughs) so beautiful. That's what I remember that because of those colors, I wanted to come, but in the same time, uh, maybe there is a more in it and probably there is more and then I don't uh, maybe remember those parts you know they just race from the memory you know it's like this is your life purpose this is the reason why you are coming because when I um, talked to Akashic Records readers and then when I learned that uh, my life purposes I didn't see in that time what it was mm-hmm. I just uh, very very likely in the last few years I learned what it is And so one of them was uh, bringing the information that the humanity doesn't know. So expanding, you know, like for the consciousness, we have to uh, look at the, you know, like the big picture. For example, uh, when I was told to come to the universe, I was seeing the universe and, in a vision I saw, for example, universe, right? It's like this size. Like my body, you know, like this size, and I'm seeing this size. So this is like how I, how much I was far from the universe. And then Mm -hmm. when you see the big, the huge, is it small, you know? And then your perspective is changing because here we look at the sky is so big and everything is big, but then you get much further and further, and then how small. And then one thing also for example we are so stuck to our problems right Oh, Mm -hmm. everything is a big drama everything is so big and this is problem this is blah blah and then suddenly everything is so small it's not that big deal there is much bigger deals. there's much much more important things in life Mm -hmm. and then what is all the life is about why we are here what is the whole system and then that's the information that's the, you know, like looking at the big, big picture, how the things works.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the, the question that I have for you about that is, okay, so you, you incarnate here and you're here to basically bring information to, to humanity, to help raise consciousness, help raise the this frequency. Is, yeah, this and is the- one
2: of them. Yeah. This is the one of them. So I was told that, you know, this is one. And then the other one is the, you know, being healer again
1: being a healer okay no, well wow.
2: activated yet but i think it's about the dna activation they are talking okay about. yeah that's i'm not there yet that's what they say
1: okay
2: and my job will be also activating dna's
1: okay so activating at dna level yeah an engine level so um so you're going to be doing so your life purpose is to be doing some healing and and um
2: Dual purpose,
1: yeah. Dual purpose and, and, and energy healing, and it's going to be about repairing uh, yes, DNA, yes, and DNA then
2: and activating, and then helping the uh, most of this is the star seeds, you know, helping them to align with their life purposes. And mm. uh, so that part, they say that they, you know you still have time. I think a few more years. And mm-hmm. now I started with this uh, information and channeling. It's just, uh, you know, it's just that they are helping Over that, you know, we are not just alone. We are not, I'm not the only person doing this. We are getting so much help uh, from our star families and angels.
1: Right. Right. The question I have about the angels and the star family and all of that. So um, like in Vedic Hindu, um, they talk about source, consciousness, God, you know, Allah, yeah. whatever you want to call that greater yeah. being that everybody's connected to, they, um, they they, kind of model it like it's the central sun, like it's the main sun. And then from that main sun are just like spiral arms. Mm-hmm. Of all these other smaller galaxies, and that that spiral out in these arms, and even smaller galaxies that spiral out. It just it's almost like a continual mandelbrot set that comes out of this big central sun, this consciousness of source mm-hmm. God, whatever we want to call it, and um and there's little itty bitty Earth and Milky Way in the far out reaches. So we have in every single one of these solar systems, supposedly according to Vedic Hinduism has its own sun but it also because it's connected to the central sun the bigger sun it has a it's, bigger it's softer amazing. sun yeah so if you can just imagine a spiral galaxy multiplied by more spiral galaxies multiplied by you know more as you kind of go into more and more of the Mand- Mandelbrot mm-hmm. set that's kind of the concept of of universes um and then also um there is they they even say this in the Bible as well that there are a hierarchy um in all the way up to to source of angels archangels, everything else there's a whole yes. hierarchy, and everybody is um kind of working their dimension or their their uh their neighborhood so even in buddhism we have so much pictures and artwork of the hierarchy of what we call buddhas and bodhisattvas all the way up to the main buddha which is like the central sun god source whatever you call it so this is a constant theme that has come up in many of the uh, world faith systems in their ancient most ancient artwork is this constant concept Um, of kind of what you're talking about and what I've explained. So my question now is your star family from these previous um, incarnations is helping also with you doing your healing work, working with other people, star seeds. You also work at it as a computer programmer as well. So same career path for the most part. Um, Now, when they were helping you, are they helping you? Like Because earlier you said that you were having dreams of alien mm. visitations taking you to pick you up through astral travel to go learn things. Um, and they showed you the split of the earth. What yeah. does that mean? What, what does that vision look like?
2: Yeah, it's just like, you know, like you, the earth, you know, the colorful earth that we know. This is one here and the one here. It was on the air. that was not because it's not a physical area, but there was some physical, but this was kind of like on the air screen kind of looking at, and they were talking, but again, I was like a teenager. This was like years, years ago, and I couldn't even understand what they were trying to say. If I see that dream today, it will be different. And unfortunately, I didn't have any mentor, anybody to tell me like, oh, you saw a dream, you know, tell me and then write every single detail and, right. you know, like, you know like, take, you know, like make the drawings, what you saw, like everything. So I didn't take any documentation. And mm. So I cannot really, you know, say so much, but I remember that they were talking about the earth and I'm hoping that I can, you know, see them again. So, now I don't see them, but I believe that they help me a lot because um, the way that the, uh, I channel, either I see the visions, like the visions is opening, and I see that probably they are helping me for that, or sometimes I get the downloads, I just know it, so I'm hmm. thinking that information is coming also from them, and sometimes I ask questions, uh, then I get the answers. So I'm believing, you know, again, they are helping.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh,
2: but it's not like, you know, like I see them, you know, in person, kind of like uh, personal. I just, you know, ask my questions and I get the answer.
1: Right, but- right. So this reminds me a lot about some, some very advanced concepts in Buddhism and mm-hmm. Hinduism. And in Buddhism and Hinduism, the vast concepts beyond the basics you know, mm-hmm. be a good person. Don't, don't murder, don't kill all that kind of stuff. Cause that creates a lot of negativity and karma to come mm-hmm. back and learn that, that basic life lesson all over again. But if you, if you, if you have the basics, you don't have to continue to to put yourself into situations of suffering so that you learn the life lesson over again, you can manifest and create different experiences um, that are much more pleasant and learn different lessons that are more pleasant lessons about love lessons, about growth lessons, about whatever. Um, There's a lot of different emotions to explore, but um, the thing with, the thing with the, the splitting of the earth that I found interesting is that, when you see an image of the earth splitting there's one image of the earth that exactly was, uh, two.
2: Like they were like together they're like totally two like seeing two, it was three. one higher
1: one lower was one no, they, brighter just, one
2: they were just like next to each other like this much and they were you know like just the two and then suspended on the air and then they were uh, two of these aliens, and they were talking about that, and then you know telling me the things, but I really don't remember anything what they were saying.
1: Right. So here, here here's the so here's the thing with um, frequency dimensions and healing, okay, mm-hmm. and and spiritual evolution. So in Buddhism and Hinduism, just a, a basic refresher for for many people and for new people to these mm-hmm. concepts. Um, these are the advanced subjects that they don't they don't go over b- often mm-hmm. for many practitioners because you have to work on the basics. So if you, if you still can't figure out the to be kind yeah. and to not cause suffering, then you still need to work on the basics. But for the most part, we are energy, and as these are just our yes. avatars. Okay, these are yeah. just the, the the costumes that we're wearing for this experience. Yeah. Our energy, our soul essence, our our aura field. That's who we really are. That's our that's our soul. That's our mm-hmm. spirit. And the soul and the spirit is um, is beaming based off its frequency. So some will have higher frequency, yes. some will have lower frequency. Lower frequency is a reflection of someone's soul that has a, a younger consciousness, yes, or lower mm-hmm. consciousness, and so um, they are little earlier in their spiritual evolution Mm -hmm. and so as a result they will oftentimes be able to incarnate into um lower dimensions like the third Mm -hmm. dimension and so forth if they raise their frequency up even Mm -hmm. higher they'll uh they'll radiate at a much higher frequency it's just kind of like if you take a fan and you 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 or a propeller as an airplane okay and you put it on a low speed you can see the propellers moving around you go go supersonic speed and it goes so fast into high frequency you don't even see the propellers anymore you don't it's just completely it's completely invisible yeah but of course you see of course you see the the wing because that hasn't moved but the the spinning has gone so fast that it's almost invisible you don't even it see is, it anymore yeah,
2: exa- exactly that's yeah that's the case. Yeah. Exactly. so that's
1: the so in buddhism and hinduism that's a difference between frequencies frequencies decide which dimension you go into and the higher mm-hmm. your consciousness the higher your frequency yeah. you no matter what you do you are not going to stay in those lower dimensions of like no, the third yeah. dimension you're going to propel up into a higher dimension that fits your energetic frequency, like the fourth or the fifth or higher dimension. Um, The fifth dimension technically Mm -hmm. is like, is the last physical one before you get into the spirit world and all the dimensions Mm -hmm. up there. So just kind of like what you've been saying with um, all the the angels and the archangels and your spirit family in these different uh, places of existence, it's the same discussion in Buddhism Mm -hmm. and vedic hinduism it's the same exact discussion now um the thing is is that the big discussion is the 21st century Mm -hmm. um the earth is going through a a transition into a higher dimension and so if any of the souls want to move on with earth to a higher dimension they need to work on their frequency their energy um and in order to Right. And in order to raise your frequency, first, you have to kind of clean up, kind of like clean up your consciousness of all the stuff that's bringing down your consciousness, like your mommy, daddy issues, your issues with X, 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 all the things that trigger you. Those are holding down your energy field. So all that healing and self-healing work that you're doing of other people and mm-hmm. that people do with themselves is actually raising their consciousness. And by raising your consciousness, it's raising your frequency into these higher dimensions. This is advanced Buddhism and advanced Hinduism that many lay people aren't necessarily going to completely grasp. But once they grasp that, then it makes sense. Oh, that's why we're working on being integrous. That's why we're working on being um, a clear uh, person with good intentions. That's why we're working on XXX. All these different characteristics um, because these higher characteristics are of these higher dimensions, these negative lower characteristics keep you way down. So if you constantly want to be in the third dimension in the lower reality of earth, then continue to live in negativity, continue to feed yourself constant fear mongering, constant paranoia, constant schizophrenia, <laughs> whatever, whatever is going to keep you down into the low frequencies because it's going to keep your your consciousness down. So yes. that's why this healing work is so important at this time is because if the earth is moving to a higher frequency you need to do some consciousness cleanup. So go find exactly. a healer, heal yourself, you know, work on yourself because that's how you're going to go there. And so now we go back to your vision of when you were a child with the alien abductions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Memory where they were trying to continue to kind of show you the splitting yes. of the earth. Like, remember this, this is important. Remember this, you came here for this.
2: Exactly, exactly. I was like, oh my God. And it was I like, what I'm. Am- time to time, and then checking my information. And then I was seeing some other uh, dreams too. They were like really higher dimensions. And then when we go up more and more, it's not like, uh, let's say the world is more beautiful, everything is more beautiful there's actually going more nothingness, like, the, you know, the physical, um, what we uh, see beautiful here, as you know, like the big men, beautiful mansions, and the sport cars, and the beautiful landscape, they're all gone, they were just the most important things start to be frequencies. Yeah, and then I'm different, and then you hear that frequencies, and then the feeling of the frequency, you know like feeling the emotions kind of like feeling the frequency they all have the different signatures and then you start to you know like see the differences and that there is sometimes you know maybe there is uh, something you see in the nothingness but it's not actually what you see is important uh, this is like a reflection of what is more down just mm-hmm. a little bit um But that's, you know, like the basic thing is the different frequencies. Right, right. And then, like, for example, um, you said, you explained so perfectly. I didn't honestly know so much about the Buddhism. And it's like, oh, my
1: God. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. It's the same thing over and over again.
2: I mean, but the interesting thing is, Buddhism didn't start today. It has, you know, like hundreds and thousands of years of past. And then mm-hmm. for all those years, they have all this wisdom. They only didn't know it. And then the modern life right now is trying to catch up with that. that that's what it is. It, it, is, it is amazing. Um, like, for example, universe, right? Universe is in an environment. That environment is made of consciousness. And But the consciousness is not everywhere equally the same. And there is a one place that there is a concentrated consciousness that was the source that they create this universe. And then mm. they will create the other places, mm. like, like the universe. And then, for example, the universe right now, even scientists are saying it's moving, right? It's expanding. right? It's expanding, that's correct. But what they see, it's just like a little section of it Mm -hmm. because, you know, our technology is not allowed us to go outside of, you know, like the galaxy out of the universe, you know, looking at the big pictures of what's going on or why it's happening. Um, So one of the reasons, just like you said, and not just the earth, actually, the whole universe is expanding and then moving to the uh, higher right. So for right. it to do that, they uh, we they have to move the universe because uh, uh, the universe is you know um, has the duality you know the good and bad and the whole universe is starts with the love with the positive like huge positive mm-hmm. and to experience the duality you need something else from outside and then to bring it to create the duality. So mm-hmm. now. They this experiment and came to a point that the bad side, the dark side, the negativity is getting takeover, over positivity so much. The balance is very off. Mm-hmm. You know, duality is like really off. And if nothing happens, nobody does anything, it will be just totally dark and gone. Like there will be no good anything. Not just right, right. So that's the whole action right now is happening.
1: Okay yeah to get back to balance back to balance um so what you just described from what you were taught growing up from your um Mm -hmm. extraterrestrial astro travels is basically in buddhism um the concept of nirvana and Mm -hmm. samsara so um nirvana is spiritual emptiness in in and with source like the, the great central sun mm-hmm. that nice beaming soft consciousness of god that basically exists in the in an infinite energy field okay um yeah. but out of that energy that's what they call nirvana and everybody's you know getting to the point where they go and reach nirvana and out of the energy field bursts out creation mm-hmm. okay yeah. and mm-hmm. within creation is everything from all the this, it, what exists in the spirit world on all those different levels and the different existences that happen there to all the universes and all of creation happened because of duality. Then he's being up, then needs to be a down, then he needs to be right yes. and there needs to be left. So it is that contrast that creates experiences. And that's yes. what Buddha, yes. that's what in Buddhism we call samsara. It's a very big in what you would call game board that souls within the consciousness of source can choose to come and play. in. I have created the like, sources, like I have created all these different game boards and experiences for you to experience. And I want yes. you guys to go play and learn and grow and expand. And at the same time, you are still always going to be connected to source, exactly. uh, but you're just a yeah. fractal expression. So this is advanced Buddhism and you just completely describe
0: this concept
1: from your extraterrestrial, I don't know, internships, I guess you would say growing up. So that's this very is, fascinating. Yeah,
2: this and, is amazing. I'm like, I'm just learning to talking to you now. It's like how much Buddhism knows about the reality. Oh,
1: this is nothing new. This is but like is nothing, you're not gonna, we're not gonna blow our mind. You're gonna you're actually reaffirming a lot of the stuff. For the
2: lesson, for the, I cannot say you know like talk about other people, but for the Western world, you know, like I know the Buddhism just very generally, but I didn't know how deep it was and then how oh, much yeah. wisdom as much information there is it's it's amazing
1: well, um you know because I, I, I i've i I've written you've written read some of my books, my Buddhist mandalas book, and yeah. I'm working on book three so yeah. everybody get off my back on that because everybody I, wants I, I, yeah that yeah the, the the buddhist guide of the four noble truths is really good at he, that healing and raising the frequency cleaning up the consciousness and then the buddhist mandala series um that you see here and here um in the bookshelf uh there's a three book series
2: there's yeah, a third yeah, one oh wrong. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so funny yeah you know what no,
1: it's okay. Um I think a majority of the people I interview have read my books too because yes. I plan these is, um yeah. interviews like a month or two months based on my schedule cuz I you know I work full time and also I'm a working mom mm-hmm. and I have my my personal life which is valuable to me. So that's a balance. Um mm-hmm. and so I plan these so far out that a lot of the the guests will get the books and kind of get a I get a preview to be to understand a little bit about the advanced buddhism that i talk about in this podcast is a lot of them is, is listened to in asia and south america in the west and others that there's there's some as well but um so anyways but the advanced buddhism a lot of the monks and all, a lot of others they know about it they experience it but most of the practitioners Uh, most of the followers of buddhism are working on the basic principles they never get to this other stuff you know it's like well how are you going to get to frequency and consciousness and traveling through the multiverse and different dimensions and communicating with different uh you know beings of consciousness if you're just basically working on how not to deceive people constantly (laughs) <laughs> it's
2: basic. it is it is difficult yes. i think it's uh you know again it's not up to us because there is so much blockage like seriously mm. so much blockage energy level and it's hard for someone that let's say in human right even if they have let's say hundreds lifetime here if they never you know uh pass that blockage it's hard mm. from you know like coming down to the up because mm-hmm. we are coming up to the down. so we know already how it is. You know,
1: you have, you have an, yeah. That's but true. It's true.
2: Up, it's a difficult. You know, you need someone to hold your hand and help you to show you how it is.
1: To reference uh, points.
2: Yeah, and then uh, sorry, and also yeah. this um, the DNA, like we have the different DNA, and then they say even our body has a different DNA mm. than the humans. Because What's
1: the difference between a ancient soul's DNA and,
2: yeah, say, and a, a younger I, soul's DNA true. yeah it's interesting they say that because our energy is so high uh, we cannot just pick any you know body form and come here because they cannot hold this body mm-hmm. and then they say that um, like star seeds either you have a uh, very healthy, Like, you know, really don't get sick so much or you are very, very sick because you couldn't uh, adjust the body. You know, like Mm -hmm. someone that never came here before. This is like the first time, you know, there's something, you know, they say, uh, but they it's um, uh, however you know like uh, where we came from and uh, however our body is over there mm-hmm. it's pretty much kind of like a similar the human body here and then some genetic differences they say so um they uh like we're just not picking up anybody just uh, mm-hmm. you know like specific locations you know like uh i don't know so much this part about but like Paladins are going, you know, like this side of the uh, earth so much, and uh, you know, the actor instance here, there is, you know, like there is so many other Andromedans and this and that. Um, so apparently our jDNAs, you know, this junk DNA, like 99% is uh, important, what is, mm-hmm. you know, the coded there, because that's the activation is happening. I was uh, mm-hmm. seeing, you know, that some of the, you know, the, uh, star seeds that they activated, you know, directly got from help from their star families. And then that's what they were saying, you know, this DNA activation, they help. And then they suddenly so open, you know, this blockage and everything. Because right. Right. Were, yeah.
1: So in, let me ask you this about frequency and conscious consciousness is frequency and, the, and, yeah. And we know that frequency changes matter. Yes. Um, they've already proven it in science. So since it's, it's, it's people are energy and they are consciousness and we work energy, on our frequency, yes. we're changing matter. So when you change your frequency and let's say you heal a dense issue, like when mm-hmm. you're working with people and you heal a dense issue and that that energy, that blockage is no longer in the oral field. And now they're raised up a little they're more clear. Um, energy more,
2: connects, yeah. more
1: connection and then they raise up a little bit more and then they learn a little bit more and they tune and they raise up a little bit more so anyways as they raise up more of their conscious, they clean up the consciousness they learn the lessons they don't mm-hmm. continue to put back the old blockages or the old triggers and they raise the consciousness um the thing that always comes up is when they raise their consciousness mm-hmm. they actually affect there's two things that happens and I've gotten this from many other Star Seed clients of mine as well. One thing that happens is many of these people um, are so high frequency that they are not aware of this, but they actually affect the people around them. So, yeah. So, um, So, and I didn't know this for a very long time as yeah. well. I didn't pay attention to any of this, but until I got much older and then somebody pointed it out to me, you're really, you're really good luck. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Cause there's nothing, there's nothing different. Um, and you know, a lot of star seeds have these very common, you know, kind of feeling a little homesickness. They really like like star Trek. Uh, they like Mm -hmm. the sci-fi. They really love the metaphysical because that's just common for Mm -hmm. them. Um, and the advanced Buddhism and Hinduism is all very like a sci fi yeah. movie, anyways. But, anyways, um, growing up, many of them are always told that you're a little bit different, but they just can't quite put their finger on why you're a different type of girl or a different type of yeah. boy. Like, what the, you look like us, like humans, but you're a little bit different. I can't figure it out. And so they always got something about like them, like, you know, they always have some, and they, they think a little bit out of the box so oftentimes these these seeds, when they get when they get older and they figure out they overcome the they overcome the human melodramas much more easier yeah. um many of them what i find are they kind of they kind of get a little bit annoyed by by human melodramas like why is it so hard for you guys to talk <laughs> it out why are you going to spend the next 50 years being all disgruntled when you can just talk it out and just own what you did and start making amends, letting it go. Don't repeat the same thing. I think in Western theology, they call that repentance. They also call that acceptance in Buddhism, accept, forgive, let go, learn from it and move on, create new experiences. There's so many different ways in which we can address this. But these are the human melodramas that keep many human souls back and forth in the re- the wheel yes, dharma over sure. and over again trying to learn the same lesson over and over again with the same souls to learn basically how to learn the basic life lessons of you know forgive let go get rid of the anger no <laughs> you know everybody's all in different places in their consciousness you know all that kind of stuff the basic stuff learn from it let go of that that contract so that you don't keep on coming back over and over again into these different yeah. um, different incarnations to try to learn the basic lesson. And it's like, okay, well, you've yes. tried your very best. It's time to move on and let go. Mm-hmm. But my point in talking about the Wheel of Dharma in mm-hmm. Buddhism is that so many human souls reincarnated get stuck in this Wheel of Dharma that at this time, because 2012 was 2555 in the buddhist era which is a changeover for the planet many indigenous civilizations not just buddhism and and hinduism but native american easter island many other ones mayans as well they knew that it was time for earth to ascend to her next dimension to a higher dimension That splitting that you were talking about that the the et's showed you try to get you to make like, this is important and you were like i don't know what you're talking about this is i'm just trying to look good at school the next day so, <laughs> so anyways
2: wow, um 13 years old like a little kid like, what, are you yeah,
1: like, what are you talking about splitting of reality and of the planets and the earth going to different dimension and people know. raising consciousness and you know all this kind of stuff this is like some this is like a whole nother <laughs> blockbuster that hasn't been made yet so anyways my point in bringing all that up is this in Buddhism, we have the concept of the Wheel of Dharma, and so many humans are stuck on that Wheel of Dharma because they haven't learned the life lesson um, with those same soul contracts. And so, when Earth is moving to a higher dimension, and these people are still stuck with these lower energies and these melodramas that are holding down their frequency they're not going to go to those higher dimensions and so they're going to stay in that other split earth yes okay unless they start working on these what in buddhism would call your karmic lessons the things Mm -hmm. that you're supposed to learn and you had all this time to do so in order to help humanity move their consciousness upward what do you get coming in and reincarnating into earth that is not stuck on the wheel of dharma you get these ancient souls that came in with all this healing and metaphysics and uh, a little bit of a spiritual warrior a little yeah. bit because um, they've because they've come from these different galaxies in previous incarnations that have these galactic wars mm-hmm. So anyways, it's a little bit kind of an a amnesty program, almost. So um, a refugee program. So a lot of them, a lot of them have that um, imprint as well. But anyways, but that's how you help humanity get up and raise consciousness is you bring all these souls um, mm-hmm. that aren't stuck on the wheel of Dharma to come in and raise consciousness. And so, um, and so many of them are healers, many of them are metaphysics, many of them doing a lot of the same work in so many different areas. But um, the the thing that is common is they are, they inherently are really connected to the oneness of, they know that they're directly connected to source and to each other. Um, even though they have amnesia, there's some little inkling, so certain things just won't feel right and they just can't make themselves do it. Um, but they are so, also so empathetic. So many of these star seeds have a tendency because they don't oh know God. that they're star seeds to take on the suffering of somebody else they see or oh saw. God, yes. Okay, so you're laughing. I'm gonna tell you a funny story, girl. So my daughter, because my, because oftentimes these uh, ancient souls will come in. They don't want to be stuck in the wheel of karma, and so then many of them will not have children, or they'll have very few children. But, you know, or having children would be hard. And they talk about this in Dolores Cannon's work as well as others. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's just happening more in abundance now. I that's that's yeah. the difference. as compared to previous hist- Earth history, uh, because of the splitting of the Earth into a higher dimension. So, um, the the thing is, so my my daughter, for example. Um is another one of these ancient souls and oftentimes when ancient souls come in and they don't want to be stuck in the wheel of dharma over again and they already have learned these lessons if they do have kids what kind of kids do they attract other <laughs> ancient souls so for for the the first iteration of ancient star seeds that incarnate in you go to normal human parents and they're like i don't know how i you know i I don't know what to help. You just go to church or whatever. But the, I know you're laughing because it's just hitting all the boxes. But this is literally what, they, what many of them get. I'm, I'm repeating also the case studies in Buddhism. So it starts to repeat because it's nothing new underneath the sun. We're just doing it in abundance at this time. So, uh, so, so now you have these ancient souls and then they, this, some of them decide to have kids. What did they get? They're not going to get somebody who's stuck in the wheel of karma. They're going to get another ancient soul. Uh, probably somebody from the same star system that they were previously, or you know, that, that yeah. they had previous experience with, previous contracts with, you know, their their star family that just incarnate in. And so uh, and so that generation will have an easier time because they have a star seed parent or a star seed grandparent that will that you know can help them with all these different nuances. Yeah. But my point is, is, my daughter, for example, is so she will see my, one of my husband's friends back because he just got back surgery and he had this wicked scar, this very unique scar Aww. from his back surgery, and she wanted to see what it looks like because she's never seen a back surgery, and so he's and so he he kind of cautioned her, but um, but she's seven, so she saw his back, and Aww. she was so affected by it. She's like, oh. Oh, that sounds like it hurts. Well, the next day she's out playing and she fell into a bush, um, and just falling into a bush, and she and she scratched her back, and she showed me the back, and it was the same exact scar, but it was it didn't scar her back, but she had gotten scratched up on the bush to be the same exact pattern as the scar on. Um, my husband's friends uh, back from surgery. And this happens often with star seeds. They empath- sometimes they emphasize so much so and they're much. so sensitive um, that they don't necessarily create boundaries to be like, okay, I'm going to be there as a friend. I'm going to listen. I'm going to emp- I'm going to give you some advice. But then you take your problems with you and I'm going to go on with myself. Like they don't, you know, they they literally take on somebody else's suffering and then they make themselves yeah. sick. So a lot of these seeds like especially if they're incarnate in abundance as, as kids, will come into families that are totally healthy. But then you will have these really sickly kids because they're these ancient souls that don't know how to set Boundaries to not empathize yeah. so much to take on the suffering, so they take on the, the family cancers, they take on the, the emulate some of the 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 negativity and the illnesses that they see in their families. So, can you speak to that? I mean, because you have children yourself, and yeah. you've also had a lot of these cases happen to you.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, my uh, one of them is uh, from Andromeda, the other one is from Sirius, so they are star seats too. But uh, yeah, it's sad, sad to hear your uh, daughter's story. And then unfortunately, that's, that's real. Like it happens to me too. I look at, you know, somebody, let's say has a maybe wound or something, or maybe uh, just a mole. I look at, and then very shortly, in two, three days, I have the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh okay. like, don't look at just, just close your eyes. <laughs> I know, I know it's, <laughs> this that's you know that's something that you know they really have to work on it the only thing now i know that it's happening i'm just trying to close my eyes or just to move my head like very fast to make sure that maybe i don't get
1: the yeah okay so I do, I do. what advice do you have for these ancient souls to you know because they can't help but emphasize because as be sensitive because they yeah, see the is, oneness in everybody is. but then also they can't go around taking everybody's hurt So,
2: yeah, this is, yeah, this is on, you know, because our energy is so high. And then, you know, this is so low energy. It's just easy to affect from, you know, us. Like, you know, like it's kind of like you look at this point and you pull it. You know, it's like that's how strong our energy is, Mm -hmm. you know, because the hue for the humans, uh, it's kind of like this one and this one, the same level. So like, let's say this is like a somebody and then this is somebody with, like, let's say there's a wound here. When they are Mm -hmm. the same level, they are really not, you know, pulling anything. But Mm -hmm. this one, then very strong, then just like looking at, and then it's just pulls it. So it's putting, you know, like a kind of barrier between is, I honestly have to work on by myself to help to, you know, not to get it. Especially, I'm guessing that I will learn how to do it when I'm healer. Mm -hmm. because that will you know they will come up you know the most but I didn't get the information yet personally how to you know stop that part the only thing that um for their sensitivity if they have not the physical problems but Mm -hmm. like emotional problems or problems you know mental or whatever they have you know they are talking to me as you know asking help and advice or just to feel better um I still give like hundred. 10% from myself to make them you know feel better and then giving mm-hmm. some directions, especially if I had the similar um, experience. Mm-hmm. So they feel you know, more connected and then more you know what I say, what I did in the past that worked, you know, helped them more. Um, but in the same time, in the past when I was doing, I was just so drained because you know like the dramas and everything was really sometimes so heavy. And mm-hmm. now I look at everything is like, oh, this is the old reality. Everything is kind of like a, just a game, you know, just, experience, yeah. you know, Don't take it so seriously. And then just the thinking that way is, you know, like actually helping you not to drain, but the only thing is, uh, give, uh, I'm trying to be strict. If I notice that person is narcissist, mm-hmm. Because that people is actually not really looking for a help, and then whatever I do or say will not help. You know, there's no benefit. If they're
1: narcissistic.
2: Be, be yeah, also like just they try to suck your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like food for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. For some people, yeah, that they, is, they you
2: know this is like they drain you. No yeah, there is no benefit for mm-hmm. them. So that part, I try to put more boundaries. Yeah. People I notice it that they're narcissists
1: yeah yeah you it was, you make a really good point because here here's the conundrum with when it comes to these ancient mm-hmm. souls that come with these high energy and they're already lowering the energy just just to um have yeah. the physical incarnation here on earth um so the thing is is that because they're so high energy they go where they typically go they go and positively influence other people mm-hmm. and um and that's wonderful But because they are so empathetic and sensitive to energy and other people, and most people are walking around with negative meat suits, just thinking and worrying about all paranoia and fear and, you know, all day long, um, this is what they're projecting, this is what they feed themselves with whatever they're watching, et cetera, et cetera. So you put these high energy ancient souls who beam out this positively and just energetically, everybody kind of, is effective and kind of there's, there's a new resonance that they're
2: mm.
1: balancing out with these higher souls that are kind of everywhere. Yeah. But at the same time, for the higher soul, ancient soul, um, what they're getting is everybody else's negativity. So it's almost it like, is. it's almost like a energy freakout where you gets kind of going, I feel that one there. that. I feel that one there. I feel that, I feel that one, exactly. there. Feel that one exactly. there. And so... The balance is to try to find some way to as a star seed or a toku Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in buddhism this is what we will say for this situation uh because you know not everybody gets yeshuas a whole monastery devoted to teaching him about um about different things to learn how to exist in this world with these people and all that kind of stuff so um so you're gonna get a little bit of the training through Merkaba Chakra's podcast and also all the guests will have wonderful resources. Like you have a wonderful resources and your book. Um, and that's in the show description as well. But the 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 trick and and I also work on this as well because you know, sometimes you fall <laughs> off and sometimes you forget. So, anyways, the trick is um is that you it's almost like this it's just send out love and you send out so much positive love just imagine yourself just walking around just sending out love and if you see somebody who's really really um, suffering just uh send them a lot of love and their negativity can't break through that love barrier it's just too much it's almost like a sonic wave like a heat like you're just going to just melt you're just going to melt the ice cube the ice
0: yeah
1: that's the strat. that's the only strategy i can come up with the ice cube is never going to melt the um the laser beam of heat okay it's never going to but the laser beam of heat which is basically the love just focus on just sending out the love it's unlimited you're never going to deplete yourself because it comes from the great central sun. It comes from God's source within you. So you just and you already know this. You're constantly tapped to that 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 consciousness, that energy, and so you just open yourself as a channel to just send out this energy and just melt all the negativity and suffering around you. Just melt it, and if you think yourself, good, that's yeah. a good
2: strategy. But there is just it. The one little trick. Yeah, one little trick, one little trick, yeah, one little trick, but the also the other problem is sometimes I uh came across um sometimes the energy is so high, I guess um I can break the things, like I can break the plastic and glass <laughs> like even just you know just the looking at, i was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Well, that might be your extra, that might be your extra skill. I have this unique,
2: yeah, this, is, you know, like, this is, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, you got to control somehow the energy too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's
2: like a low, but you know, sometimes it's just as so, it can be so strong too.
1: Yeah. I would, for me, because in because there's a, a couple of different Buddhist monks would teach different techniques. Some mm-hmm. some teach the advanced technique of doing the trade, like you trade. And I don't necessarily agree to that that mm-hmm. technique of energy transfer where you're doing a trade. Like, I'll take a little bit of your suffering from you to kind of give you a little bit of my positivity. And I'm not really into that. I'm into more of the other mode out, the other uh, technique, which is just shoot a of love and just you're going to get what you're supposed to get, what whatever mm-hmm. level you're supposed to get, because it's not coming from me, it's coming from source, and source already knows what you need at this time. So mm-hmm. just, you just, I'm just an open channel, where just, pshh. so you just yeah. come through and just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually,
2: I started very recently, um, you know, when, uh, this is, you know, like what I saw, so um, when, I, when I just died, and then my uh, body was, not the body, sorry, my soul is going up, and then, like, a huge tunnel, like, like, my this size, and then very white, very, very white, very um, strong light, just mm-hmm. like the sun, so that's what I uh, imagine, like, let's say somebody, like you said, right, somebody's suffering, and I'm talking, um, and I'm putting that light, and then, like, sparkling, lots right? so of sparkles and stuff, and mm-hmm.
1: that's another good way,
2: and I actually had a, recently had a some paperwork and it was so much stress and stuff like that. And I put to the, uh, that lights, you know, the sparkling and everything. And I put just a lot to that, you know, the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And then I made the phone call. I was like, you know, and then what we can do in this. Oh, no problem. Just to send me that, that the other paperwork it's done. Uh, thank you. For this
0: work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny, it was funny, Nir, like when we when I called you to set up the um the interview, you were saying, Oh, all of a sudden all of these different things that I lost started popping up. Oh,
2: oh my god, yes, oh my god, that's that's what, what I, happened. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, because I was uh listening to your previous episodes, and then you were talking about the parallel realities and all this synchron- synchronicity. And then, you know, like, because your energy is high, it doesn't matter, you know, where you are very far. And then, you know, like we don't have to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. That's still, you know, that energy's uh, effects. So I picked that energy and then your energy and then started to show up in my life. Like, oh, interesting. Uh, what
1: happened? What, what showed up?
2: I hit the, um, the one um, gold um, jewelry like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I used it. It was nighttime, the, you know, late. I put it to uh, my closet. I didn't put the exact place. It was just late. And then the next day, I was just a pudding and I couldn't find it. I was like going crazy, ticket everything, and I couldn't mm-hmm. find it. And then after that, I moved two times. So, that's definitely gone. Like, forget about it. I was you just. To, was, you
1: moved away twice,
2: so it's gone. Times, I yeah. moved to the two different houses and I couldn't that twice. So, that was like total history and forget about it. And then, after I talked to you, uh, no, sorry, sorry, not to talk to you, talked to you about before and also, you know, watching all this, uh, your videos and stuff. And then I would just go suddenly somewhere upstairs and I opened something like, it's never, like, there is no way that I, even if I was, like, drunk, I would never put it there. I'm like, it's impossible. <laughs> what happened? Like, how it can it be possible? I was holding it in my hands, And I found it. And I found it. It's just, like, you know, like, showed up, you know, out of blue. Just like, you know, you were talking about this parallel realities, you know, how the, you know, things are shifting and changing. And there was another one. Oh yes, and um, I got a gift for my son. I gave it, but it was so small, easy to you know, like uh, misplace. Somehow it's lost, and I said, "Okay, that's you know, like not big deal." But I was just sad <laughs> because I got it for him. And then the, the same day, I found that one too, and, and I did like total unrelated place. Like, wow!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny because I, I, I had um, you gave me your cell phone, so I had called you to 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 vet you. And vet your book, and vet the website, and all that kind of stuff. And like it was having, a, we are having a conversation, and like it was a little bit hard to have a conversation because you kept on finding all these things. You're like, oh my god, I found this! Oh my god, I'm 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 like, finding, I like, so found this! Like, I
2: was everything. Like, I gotta call her. Like, I gotta say this. Like, she's gonna yeah, so her It was it's impossible.
1: It was funny, but, um, but you know, and that and that happens. You know, as you raise your frequency, you affect other people. Yeah um let's end up with um synchronicity so angel communication there's a lot of different ways to to communicate with our angels our star family or you know source consciousness etc one of the more most common ones is synchronicity Mm -hmm. and um and angel numbers which is repeat angel numbers is just repeat of numbers because um it's just letting you know that life is a mirror whatever you're working on yeah. so let me share my screen I'm going to share my screen really quick and I'll give you an example of my angel um numbers experience and then I'll ask you okay so this is my Facebook page okay oh, one.
2: Wow.
1: all right so I went to my husband's 80s cover band and I've been married twice and um my ex-husband's extremely he we both came from humble beginnings very very poor and he's he extremely successful but most of my friends like they all come from very humble bo- boring poor beginnings and they all are extremely successful with their companies etc whatever mm-hmm. so um but oftentimes the star seed is often just a connector they're never really in the like for the most part limelight they don't they want simple lives they're just a connector so um so if you look in the peripherals of the circles of a lot of the most successful people, um, they'll probably have some star seeds in their family or some kind of connector. But anyways, um, many many starseeds use angel communication to communicate with us like, for guidance, advice, you know, whatever. So so here is here's me and a friend, and we went to the a beautiful Ilani Casino here in Washington. And my husband's my husband's band Nightwave was up. Uh, showcasing there so anyways i had gotten food and the total was 16 16, 16 16 16 cents for my food so i'm like oh agent numbers okay <laughs> um and so then i just after after i ate i went and bought some earrings and the and the the lady um i bought the earrings
2: from let me open up this picture Let's see here This one?
1: Yes. Okay. There's the earrings I bought. 1777. <laughs> <laughs> so the total randomly, the earrings I bought next was $17.77. <laughs> okay. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Okay. Um, and so I gave that ticket and, and you know, I bought these earrings and then I had a three dollars and eighty cents ticket. From just playing the slots, I put I put ten dollars and I ended up getting down to three dollars and eighty cents. So after I bought the um the earrings for $17.77, I decided this this lady was kind of sad. So I was like, here, here's my three dollars and eighty cents, go to the penny machine or something. So she she took it and she's like, Oh, okay, thanks, sure. She wasn't having any luck. She put it into a slot machine and she jackpot. (laughs) I was like, I never jackpot because Source is never gonna let me jackpot. I'm a connector. I'm a catalyst. So, so she jackpot, made her, it made her night. She just, you know, oh. she won a couple of thousand dollars. She had a fall. She gave me a hug. I said, that, that that's how it's supposed to be. So the next day on the way home, we we got hungry. So, you know, the next exit is let's go and um, get some food. So I said, sure, let's go and get some food the next exit. So we go to the next exit and the exit was exit. 111. is exit. Okay, so I picked the highest rated diner out of one at exit One (laughs) Eleven, which is like two blocks away from that from that uh, that exit. Okay, ironically, the closest (laughs) restaurant, which is two blocks away from the Eleven Eleven exit, had uh, let me see this one here here it is it had 1111 star ratings how funny is that so it had 1100 1111 ratings for this restaurant off exit 111 so this is like synchronicities over and over again and this happens so often all the time so i'm um, so so when I see these synchronicities, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm on the right track. All right, I'll just go there. So I just kind of let the universe guide guide me. So I'm gonna stop sharing that. But that's just an example of the just the everyday synchronicity for ancient souls once they um, raise their frequency, clear their consciousness, and then just one of the things that you start affecting is like. Everything around you. Um, but then also you have to have some discernment um mm. so that you don't your energy doesn't get taken advantage of. Um, and so that because it, especially if you have a narcissist in your family or a friend that's a narcissist, once they come come across one of these souls, they like <laughs> like to leech and suck it out of you. And there's so <laughs> much energy that you have that you just oh afterward. It's like also you depleted a nuclear power plant. Like how can you deplete a nuclear power, power plant? Well, a narcissist yeah. can deplete a nuclear power, power plant, which are these stars. Yeah. so Yeah. So discernment and boundaries is very, very essential. Oh, I wanted to show one more thing really quick. Um, here's another one. Let me show my screen again. I had one more. I had one more. Oh, here's the other one I wanted to share. Okay, so my husband and I, we're in Washington State, and we were not a fan of the, um, the, the mandates for the 2020-2021 the um, vaccination campaign mandates, and we were not a fan of the passports to show your vaccination status in order to participate in society. Oh, yeah. And they were starting to do that here in Washington State, in Seattle. So we were not a fan of that. And so we started a um, initiative, a voter mm-hmm. initiative. Um, and because of all the censorship around it, um, it, it we, didn't, we didn't reach the goal, but we ended up making a lot of really good friends and, and giving their experiences and their wisdom to a lot of different grassroots associations in Washington state so they're picking it up and they're doing wonderful but anyways we had made the initiative and the initiative is let me go to it real quick Um, uh, initiative yeah here it is initiative 1441 became initiative 1853 Mm -hmm. so it's just a initiative to basically medical freedom Um, but that that's that's the website that's our initiative so, when we did the web, when we got the initiative, the state gave us our initiative number. Our initiative number was fourteen forty one. Okay. Now here's the thing: I went on Twitter, and they have the suggested things that come up. And on my Twitter feed, this came up, and it was somebody had put a picture of their passport, of their grandparents' passport <laughs> from Germany. Um, where they had to show your passport of your vaccination status in order to participate, uh, you know, in Germany post, during the Holocaust. And um, when I had looked at it, it had gotten hearted 1441 times, 1,441. What is the likelihood that the state issues me 1441 as the initiative number. And then this comes up on my feed. 1441 heart that this is this is leading to the same thing you need to stop this. so this was like this was like my signal from the universe you need all hands on deck you're on the right track please don't give up so um and and we didn't give up so I'm gonna stop sharing that and people could do whatever they want it's their body it's their life I totally respect that but the passports and uh, the mandates was going too far and it was repeating that cycle and synchronicity is angel communication and it was telling me yes you're on the right track you know yeah. and i so i so in those situations I look for those kind of guidance so um that's one of the angel communications one of the techniques of angel communication um do you do that in your life do you get that yeah, too it
2: happens to me a lot too it happens to me a lot with the numbers definitely it's like every day <laughs> so it
1: doesn't awesome. become that miraculous it becomes like going oh okay signpost yeah this, is,
2: yeah this is yeah this happens a lot um that's the one thing and then the other thing is i uh, this is my personal experience with the angels uh it seems like uh, some angels I don't know how with you know the other people. This is just for me for myself. Some angels I uh, ask help, they ask uh, whatever they I needed, they just helped right away. Mm-hmm. The other ones is like, hello, are you there? Did you hear me? <laughs> Somehow I'm not that much connected, or I don't know. <laughs> I should ask different way. But uh some of them, yes. And then they can just answer right away but the synchronicity I know is from the um, from here and also for example uh, texting like the it takes in the same time like in the Mm -hmm. same moment and especially if the other person is psychic too like uh, we are uh, sending first and then in the past we don't make the phone calls so much nowadays but when we call like in the same moment you know calling the same person or you know wavelength yeah, okay. or say thinking you know, the same people, or let's say something happened to the people that in my mind, and good or bad, I feel it and I call or text and say it. <laughs> but the angels, uh, yeah, they um, it seems like they are always uh, on duty, and then they are, you know, like they know what is um, important thing for you now, mm-hmm. and then if that is um. Especially not uh, for the personal thing that, uh, let's say, your work, like your work, right? And that's so important. And then they give you more message to make sure that you are on it and then you know that. And, or let's say I'm working on some channeling and I'm asking a question, I want to know. And not because of my curiosity, it's just, you know, like a building there's more information to put together the whole, you know, what's going on. And then they just jump in and help. Yeah, that happens a lot.
1: Yeah. See, I haven't really got into the channeling. I kind of don't want any other like like voices in my head. I'm just kind of, <laughs> but I have asked questions and it will automatically, like, it basically sounds like when you talk to Source or you would talk to... um yes spirit in the other side different dimensions and you ask a question like you focus on mm-hmm. what you're asking and and you just open to receive you just yeah mm-hmm. it's going to sound like basically you answering yourself because it is you there's as- there aspects of you um mm-hmm. but again there's discernment as well because you don't always follow every single thought that you have you have to also discern hmm, okay that's an interesting thought okay that's interesting so let me weigh my options and, and make the decision because you are playing it in real time
0: mm-hmm. as well.
1: Um, you know, this has been so much fun uh, Let me ask you this. Do you have a last message for people, you know, realizing that they're star seeds living life like this um, mm-hmm. and maybe regular people who have a star seed in their family and uh, mm-hmm. how they can interact a little bit more more healthy with their starseed mem- family memory because everybody has at least one starseed oddball in their family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's your grandparents, your daughter, your great grandkids, whatever. Yes. So,
2: yes.
1: what's your last message for these toku people?
2: Yeah, so um, the beautiful days are coming. It's not just for this uh, planet, for the whole universe. the changing and it's always started. Let's change. And the balance will be better. And then the, uh, the good side will be more balanced. So the uh, help is coming uh, from inside like with us and then outside and then the whole system, they actually the source that they uh, created this universe is only started this action. So it's not like um, anything that will stop or anything will change, it will happen. So when, the, uh, so basically with that, everybody will be more psychic, will be open more, and that they will learn and access who they are more. It will be mm. easier and then more, and then even average Joe will learn more about themselves too. So it's happening, and then hopefully that yeah, more and more people will um uh, appreciate for this change, and um, I think it's more people will be starting getting more awakening, you know, more suspicious and more into it, and then hopeful that the um, mainstream, you know, the star seeds will be mainstream, and then will be understand that oh, this is why they are here, and then helping, and then all these details will be more part of our real life.
1: Right. Well, that's a beautiful message, Nur. I love that. And you know, there's a star seed in every family. So look around. You, you, you know, it you is. think they are? They probably are. Um, but there is one in every single family. And um, don't for everybody else. Don't be afraid to work on those those dark, unresolved issues. And let yeah. the your star seed family member help you to heal that let them help you to understand kind of your hangups with life yes. let go of that that negative karma that tension that old life lesson that keeps on reiterating lifetime after lifetime in the wheel of dharma let it go and just you know just with the star seeds energies are trying to pull everybody up with them because they're gonna Uh, go regardless
2: yeah it is it is it's it's gonna happen like you know there's all this blockage will you know like will um removed and then they will start to see the reality and it's just happening like the source for example it's it's just experiencing the things when Mm -hmm. it's experienced. we all experience yep it's not like i have the consciousness we are the consciousness we are the we are made of consciousness everything everything so it's uh it's not about perfection it's not about control mm-hmm. it's just experience move on experience move on it doesn't matter if good or bad just experience you yeah
1: see? yeah and i think the time to gain to get triggered and just be stuck in your old uh your old patterns that haven't worked, and just be angry at the old storylines that haven't worked out. It's it's time to just let that all go. You you exactly. did the best you can, yeah. yeah. You did the best that you can. Let it go. Forgive them. You tried. Move on and wish them the best. And when you let the let them go, maybe they will raise their consciousness and clean up their consciousness and raise their energy along with you. And before you know it, it's almost like two boys in the playground who used to fight and they just we saw before you know it by the end of the recess their best friends like the not you guys fighting in the beginning of recess and they don't remember what they were fighting about but they're now best buds
2: yes yes exactly I mean, that's exactly it yeah because i think it starts you start looking at everything is energy level and frequency level like you know when you're channeling for example you don't have a body you don't have a title you are nobody you are just like maybe an energy ball or like maybe that dust size. like you can Mm -hmm. you can experience nobodiness. you know all these things and then the humans are so subtle you know the 3d world and then if they can you know think about and then looking at things in that way everything is a little bit so different yeah
1: it's it's a game and we're the stars yeah i love (laughs) it well Uh, miss Nur Akmen. this was an insightful conversation pertaining to a huge population of Toku worldwide. So we covered a lot of ground in understanding the starseed, indigo, crystal, Toku, whatever you want to call it, mission, to explore the multiverse and raise consciousness into higher dimensions with Earth. So again, for more information about Nur Ackman's offerings, please visit her website, which is also in the show description, but it's Ner. Ackman the number eight.com. and you can also find the links to her books and I think she's going to be starting a podcast for starseeds to just talk about their experience about jesting and what they're coming across as well so um with that thank you kindly for listening to another enlightening conversation until next time blessings
2: thank you thank you so much
1: you're welcome
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.